Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Thank you for taking a few moments to listen in uh, once again today. Last week, or actually a couple weeks ago in the last podcast we, uh, we recorded, talked a little bit about uh, dealing with entrepreneurial frustration and uh, kind of went through a little bit of uh, some of the uh, events that had happened inside of the business and, and it kind of really resulted in a lot of frustration. And uh, kind of during this process, I talked a little bit about uh, some things that I had learned and today I'm going to kind of uh, follow up on that just a little bit and talk about processing entrepreneurial frustration. And uh, the frustration in, in the life of a business owner can come in through many different directions. A lot of times uh, it can uh, deal, we may deal with issues with team members. I know for, for myself, uh, that was some of it. And I think uh, for, uh, for a lot of us in business, it can be uh, maybe a supply chain issues, uh, maybe uh, dealing with vendors, maybe it's customer relationships, but whatever the case may be, uh, frustration come, uh, come at come at us uh, you know, from a lot of different directions. And uh, during this process, uh, I've learned a lot over the last couple of years, kind of going through the process of starting to scale a business, and then uh, once you kind of get there, okay, how do we go through and, and manage the team? How do we, uh, how do we structure this the, the correct way? And, and then uh, now starting to have uh, maybe different types of problems. And I think as we find ourselves going through the different phases of the business, that uh, sometimes we find ourselves in a position where we kind of have to take a step back it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to uh, walk, step back into a previous phase of the business, although sometimes that may, that, may, uh, that may take place. We may end up start working scaling the business and find out that our business really is no longer profitable at this point, that we have to take a step back and be able to rebuild to get back to the point of being profitable. So we may find ourselves from time to time beginning to take steps back in our, in our business cycle uh, just simply because of what is going on. And it may be uh, issues either internally or maybe the economy. I think we're starting to find ourselves in a position to where uh, business is just going to be a lot harder uh, here in the next year or two, especially as we kind of go through it. We're probably going to find out it's going to be a, a recession. Uh, we just kind of have a lot of uh, just fabricated money into the, uh, into the marketplace right now that uh, historically has been holding things up over the past couple of years. And I think we'll start to see, see things. Uh, we are starting to see things. Uh, kind of uh, get back to uh, maybe where they should be from an economic end and so things are going to be a little bit difficult and as business owners I think we're going to find ourselves uh, maybe uh, getting frustrated or at least asking a lot more questions uh, as things get a little more difficult. So today uh, processing entrepreneurial frustration and as I, like I said what kind of went through this process uh, there are some things that I did learn and and uh, one thing I uh, really try to do is take a step back and, and really kind of take a step back to the basics and I'm going to talk about that a little bit at the, at the very end. But if we talk about uh, some of the basics in business, we're going to need to revisit this from time to time, especially when, uh, when uh, maybe we need to evaluate certain areas of the business or evaluate where we're at in the business. And uh, the first thing that we want to go to, beyond just talking about making sure that everything that we're doing is in alignment with our, with our vision, with our purpose, with our goals, etc., uh, but uh, getting back down to the basics of do we have the right people in the right seats. And uh, in, in our business here, I went through, a, went through a hiring rather quickly, and then uh, now at this point we have team members after what we've kind of gone through over, uh, over the last uh, month or two uh, that have decided to move on. And that's okay. I think a lot of times as we go through uh, stressful types of situations, we find out that, uh, that maybe some people uh, weren't the right people in the right seats. So they may, uh, they may decide to move on for whatever reason. And that's perfectly okay. Of course, at first, as a business owner, I think that many times we'd like things just to be, just to be stable, to be consistent. That the same people are there, uh, they're reliable, you know, that type of thing. And uh, but but sometimes it's just best that there is a little bit of disruption, and we can learn from that. But to be evaluating uh, just continually, even past the hire, uh, of uh, do, do we have the right person in the right seat? 
uh, we need to consider whether or not that person is truly where, um, uh, where they're best fit, if it's truly something that they're wanting to do. Because if the person, uh, we maybe we place them in an area that we need them, but it's not an area where they want to, they want to work long-term, uh, they're not going to hang around long-term. And uh, so uh, we'll, we're going to take a, step, a couple steps past this here in a moment, but uh, to be evaluating, do I have the right people in the right seat? And you know what, as people grow, as the business grows, as we grow as, as business owners, that, uh, that we may find out that that person uh, may have outgrown that particular seat, that maybe they need to be moved somewhere else. Uh, maybe there are certain other types of issues that we find that, you know, that we go through and we do the evaluation and maybe they, they need to be moved or need to be elevated or maybe even demoted, whatever the case may be. But uh, do we have the right people in the right seats? Do we have the, uh, the right people doing the right roles inside of our business uh, that serves them well, but also serves us, uh, serves the business well and us as the business owner well? So uh, we're going through a, a season of frustration. Really kind of take a look at that. Is the frustration coming because there's a lot of internal issues to where I place people as a business owner where really they aren't going to, uh, they're not going to serve themselves or the business well? Secondly, do we have the right technology and are we using it correctly? I mentioned on previous podcast about how we had mentioned, uh, how we had uh, really spent tens of thousands of dollars uh, last year and the year before in technology in the business and really focused on it last year, kind of a one, one of our big goals. As we're going through and scaling the team, bringing out team members, that there really needs to be a lot of technology uh, that comes along with it. And, uh, and I'm not great at technology as the business owner, kind of brought some people in to kind of help with some of that. And, uh, and something that I've learned is uh, during the process, you know, we did have the right technology, had phenomenal. We brought in some, uh, some of the best uh, uh, technology to help serve us as a, as, a, as a business, to serve our clients that you can find in our industry. But what I found out is that uh, I did not invest enough in the, uh, in the training aspect of it, that, I, uh, that we weren't using it correctly. We weren't using it, uh, we were using it okay, but not using it to the, to the capacity that really the software was built for. And we found out that things were starting to get missed. And uh, so some of the mistakes that we were hoping to, um, uh, to purchase the technology for were still being made, and that was because we were not using the technology properly. And, uh, and, and so uh, we kind of went through this process. Some of the frustration was just simply because uh, I did not lead in that area well enough as, uh, as the business owner to make sure that we were using the technology properly. Sometimes as business owners, I think we just spend a lot of money to try to fix a problem without making sure that the execution piece of it uh, is, uh, uh, that trigger is pulled completely that um, it's just not going through and just solving or buying something to help fix a problem, but to actually make sure that we, we see the entire process through. And many times as a business owner, we need uh, people alongside us to help us to get us there. And, uh, and I did that here uh, to help get us there. And then I found out that, you know what, I just, uh, uh, and some of the uh, longer serving team members, we just kind of went back into our, own, into our old ways and then kind of creating some of our own problems instead of making sure that we were holding ourselves accountable and that we had team members around us holding us accountable to make sure that we were using that technology uh, the way that it was intended to be used and then uh, to help uh, use that technology to also help solve the problems that we were trying to solve. And so uh, we're continuing to work through this process. But first of all, do we have the right people in the right seats? Secondly, do we have the right technology and are we using it correctly? Um, and, and here, number three, are we training properly? So kind of a follow-up on that. And I'm going beyond just training and technology, but training uh, in its entirety. Uh, one thing that I've definitely learned is that uh, teaching sometimes uh, just once or twice isn't sufficient. And uh, you probably have heard this, uh, um, this particular phrase uh, used a number of times. I know I hear it, especially at the church I attend. Uh, the pastor or church mentions this quite often, that repetition truly is the key to learning. Uh, if you've uh, ever 
listened to, uh, um, to Zig Ziglar and a lot of his teaching, he, he mentioned that particular phrase over and over and over again. Repetition is the key to learning. And, uh, and kind of sometimes as a business owner, I kind of want to go through, and we do have uh, from time to time kind of little team training sessions. And uh, so we'll spend some time, and either myself or another, or somebody else on the team, uh, we'll, we'll train the team in a certain area. And then uh, kind of figure, okay, we, we've talked on this once or twice, you should have gotten it. But you know, really, uh, many times we just simply have to go over and over and over and over again. Uh, in our team meeting last week, um, uh, kind of had to bring up some things that we had talked about a few times before. We had actually had focus sessions on, uh, on trying to resolve uh, one area, try to learn and really nail down one area. And I figured out that, you know what, we need to continue to go over this. Uh, we're going to have to kind of go over this over and over again to make sure we have those basics uh, truly, um, uh, truly uh, grounded inside of everything that we do. And then I get to the point to where we really don't have to think much about it. And then at that point, still talk about it. So uh, to make sure that we're, we're training properly, that we're training in the right areas, uh, that, we're, um, that we're training in a way that's going to, uh, to, to serve our people well and, and ultimately uh, to be able to, solve, to serve our clients or our customers well. So are we training properly? Number four, are we consistent with our deliverables? And of course, we went through and spending a lot of money in technology, we're hoping that it would help in, our, in the consistency of our deliverables. And uh, many times as a business owner, we want to serve our customers so well that we get to the point to where we're wanting to try to customize everything for every client. And we find out that we end up with the opposite effect. That uh, customization and uh, trying to do things spe uh, specific for every single client does not serve them well, nor uh, does it really uh, help efficiency at all inside of our business. We find out that, uh, that our deliverables overall fail when, uh, when we're trying to really trying to uh, try to serve the client maybe even better than they really want to be served uh, or in a way that ultimately uh, does not serve them well. And uh, in your business you may serve a, a different uh, bunch of different variety of types of clients or customers like we do here, uh, but there are still a lot of just kind of consistent ways or consistent uh, methods, uh, processes that we can use inside of our business to help provide a consistent deliverable to the customer. Now, I, I happen to own an accounting firm as well as a couple other businesses. So as an accounting firm, you think, well, every business is going to have a different set of financials. But you know what? There are a lot of consistencies that I can see across uh, all of our, our clients. And can I build out uh, something that is consistent for all of those clients and provide uh, that consistent deliverable? And there may be some tweaking on the back end specific for that client. But I think there's a lot of uh, even automation that can take place uh, to be able to get us to a certain point. So I'm not building everything from the ground up. Maybe you're in, you're in real estate, unless you're in the business of custom building of homes, it may be one of those situations to where uh, you're going to use the same type of flooring across all of your houses. So you're going to go through and you're going to use that so your deliverable is consistent. It helps with efficiency. Uh, it doesn't require as much training for your team members. It isn't as much headache on your vendors trying to supply you, what you with what you need. So where are areas inside of your business that you can be consistent uh, with your deliverable? And then once you figure that out, how can you go through and systemize it? whether it's in the, the process of, of your ordering to the, to the process of actually uh, it's flooring, for example, uh, getting that down, getting the vendors out there, kind of making sure that everything in that process is systemized as much as possible. You're at the accounting firm level, service type business. Uh, how am I able to take that data and uh, massage it in a way using technology to where that deliverable is consistent? And one thing, one thing I found out through this entire process is most clients do prefer something consistent and comprehensive over something that is seemingly cutting edge, uh, cutting edge or customized. Okay, um, so customization is kind of neat every once in a while. If I'm, you know, talking about a, you know, a T-shirt or something like that. But when it comes to deliverables, is it something that is uh, that is uh, um, that is consistent, something that is comprehensive, 
Um, and and that, that is going to many times bring a lot more value to that customer than, than something that is, uh, that is customized or seemingly cutting edge. So we've got to go through the process of dealing with frustration, take a step back, looking at different areas inside of our business. How can we lower uh, the, uh, the frustration that we're feeling? How do we go through and kind of work through the frustration so we don't have to experience it as many times in the future? First of all, uh, revisiting, do I have the right people in the right seat? Secondly, do I have the right technology and am I using it correctly? Third, are we training properly? And lastly, are we consistent with our deliverables? Once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belkheim Business Podcast. Hopefully this podcast did bring you value. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing. I have received a few comments back in recent days in regards to prior podcasts, and those were very special for me. If you did happen to reach out, I just want to give you a personal thank you. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day.